All right, let's go. All right, all right, let's go. They got Ryan O'Reilly. And you know his mother's name? You know what his mother's name is? Bonnie O'Reilly. I met her in um, L.A. I was out for a walk, and uh, she was coming across the street, and she she knew me. I was famous back then. (laughs) And she... uh, she well, took, we, would, we would have probably run into her when we watched Ryan when he played for the Junior Canadians and the yeah. GTHL. So I'm sure we bumped into her in the rink. No, I I didn't I, I don't remember, her, but I remember Ryan O'Reilly. He couldn't got and Noel Accardi. You know he he's top. He was at one time he was in the top ten of hits in the in the league. Yeah, I think he still is right now. He led St. Louis with hits. So oh, but, did but, he? But before we get in, Cindy, you have a story about. Ryan O'Reilly's mom, Bonnie, and some people forget, and I think you should tell that story. Well, we talked about it before, but I'll say it again. It was pretty important that his mom donated her kidney to a gentleman that was a rink manager and used to open up the rink early in the morning so they, him and his brother uh, could practice in the morning before school. That's how dedicated they were. Oh, and she heard... Right, Ryan used to... Before school, before 6.30 in the morning, this guy used to open up the rinks. You know, I should tell about the story that Les Allman and Ed Birchall... Well, someday I'll tell the whole story. Oh, well, it's a good story. Go ahead and tell it. You guys were the ones that, that kept... Well, I got to think about it now. All right, here's the deal. We used to have to get there early in the morning... Uh, at the Rideau Public School in Kingston, and uh, the firemen used to night before they'd open up the hydrants and uh, and we had to put the blue line in and the red line in and and uh, the goal line in and the whole deal. And Les was there and Ed was there. They were at the far end. So the question is, how could you get in trouble? Oh, just painting. You want to hear how I added? Did I get strapped? Yeah, you got yeah. strapped. Yeah. Oh, so you I, were painting. So you had actual paint that you were painting the red line, the blue line. I was line. painting the red line. From the goal over, like, and the girls are, were giving me a hard time, and everything. I must have been an awful kid. Well, maybe the lines weren't straight. They were telling and, uh, something like that, and I just splashed them uh, with this <laughs> and went all over their white coats. Boy, so you threw paint straight. on them. Did I ever get paint on them? Did I ever get slapped? But anyhow, Ryan O'Reilly used to get out early, and Bonnie and Bonnie uh, gave her kidney. And boy. Bonnie, yeah, this is uh, this is the thing. She heard that this gentleman was sick, and uh, she donated her kidney. And they they did all the match. You know, they did all the tests. As you know, there's a lot of tests to do, and a lot of people Ma- volunteered blood to see if they were. Remember, we had a meeting. We uh, uh, Rose and I and you and uh, and Doctor Heron. Right. Yeah. Remember, he used to. He was an Australian, right. and he used to speak low, and you couldn't understand him. Yeah, he was a soft talker. Boy. Holy, this is when I was sick in Boston, and I needed a transplant. Yeah. 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 And this is the thing. And, this, and, he, and, he, and there was a silence there, and you, you, you know. Oh, there was. Oh, you talking about the silence that made it into the movie where I, or because you know they're very thorough and they they tell you everything about the procedure, well, you, you, you know, and they have to be, and so then they say, okay. Is there any questions? And we all sit there like dummies. We don't have not one educated question to ask. Well, he was waiting to see 
if you're going to do it. Yeah, and, and remember, Sydney, remember he. That's well, what I just he, thought it was a given thing. I no, was no, do it. no, no. He was waiting to see, and I, I said to him, "Well, like, why, why, why did you hesitate?" He says, "There's a lot of people, a lot of people out there that." Uh, they're members of their family. Let them die. Well, do you remember my educated question, Tim? Yeah. <laughs> was, uh, he goes, Cindy, do you have any questions? I go, yeah, how much weight will I lose? <laughs> he goes, out of all this, this is what you're concerned about, how much weight you're going to lose. I, I, I go, remember well, that. You know, the one thing, too, I remember, though, Cindy, was like, we didn't sign one piece of paper. Like, now you have to sign oh, my like goodness. about a thousand forms to get it. I don't think I signed anything. Didn't, I didn't sign anything. We didn't sign one release form. I didn't form. sign one thing that you could take my kidney. And years and years and years later, I met Dr. Heron, and I said, you know, it's a funny thing. I said, out of all that, you know, rigmarole, I says, I never signed one contract or piece of paper. He goes, ah, Cindy, we knew who we were dealing with. Imagine him saying that, right? What do you say? He goes, ah, Cindy, he goes, we knew who we were dealing with. Oh, As I in, see. we're the type of people that don't sue. Remember uh, the baseball player come up to see you or the referee? Oh, yeah. Well, there was, um, uh, I was in the hospital for a long time, and uh, I was in the room, and Mom kept giving, bugging me to go for a walk, go for a walk. And, you know, like, you're not feeling good. I don't want to go for a walk. I'm kind of in a funky mood. And every day, Mom's in there, go for a walk. And every, I said, Mom, I don't want to go for a walk. I just want to. So, so she's getting on my nerves, mom. So I finally said, all right, fine, I'll go for a walk. So oh, yeah, for the first, for two weeks I've been in my room, and this is the first time I've been out of my room for two weeks, and I went for a walk and I came back. Carl Yastrzemski, uh, Dwight. <laughs> he was a big deal back then, oh, boy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, d- uh, Dwight Evans and, yeah, uh, yeah. and um, Dwight Evans, and um, I don't know if the manager came. Um, uh, Zimmer- Opesky. Pesky came yeah, right, pe- and they Pesky. came and they, they gave me. I still have a, a signed bat from Carly Strempsky to get well, Tim and Dwight, and I missed him. Oh. And boy, was I mad! Oh, I guess so. <laughs> we could do a whole show on and, that kidney and, uh, Yeah, we could do a whole show on that. But the, anyhow, I remember that, and that's nice. But anyway, that's a great Ryan. That well, that kind of shows you where Ryan gets his character, right? Yeah, like that's that's the thing because when we when we watch Ryan play in minor midget. His skating wasn't that good. No, he was a tough skater. But he just, his determination just was Yeah, he so seemed much to better. get there. Yeah, like he thought, you know, he's never going to beat this guy to the puck, but somehow he would. Well, <laughs> and, he goes uh, in first. Yeah, and he goes in first and takes a beating. And, you know, like we were saying, Dad, the Leafs don't have a guy like him. Like he's he's a little different than Traveris. He's a little bit. He's got yeah. a little different mindset than the rest of them. Oh, but the, I, they couldn't have got a better guy, and uh, they got that nail of carry too. And uh, I, you were saying though an interesting thing, Dad, that you think Keith's toughest job now is how to fit guys in on like the third and fourth line. I never had extra guys uh, on the Boston Bruins because if you do, they all hang around together. If, if there's three or four guys, like they have about four guys, five, four or five guys hanging around. They'll all bond together and they're all unhappy. They, they want to be playing. And uh, I, I actually would play short. And that's why the guys in, in, in Rochester Americans, our farm team, did not did not like me because I would play. Here's here's the way I thought. First of all, we have the we had 
valuable player. I think it was Doug Gibson. He was the most valuable player. He was the high scorer. But I didn't need him. I had I had three the three guys we had the ceremony we had got twenty goals. I needed a guy to kill penalties, and and boy they they did not like me. I I heard that. Uh, when, when the Boston Bruins lost, you know, and they'd come over and they'd be on a bus, they'd all cheer. That's okay. By the way, I just want to check in and say that Tanner Pearson is going to be out for the rest of the season. He got a hand injury. And I saw last night a guy, uh, this is Sunday morning, I saw last night a guy block a shot and his finger went up twice the size. I would have them uh, wear gloves that they they couldn't hurt their hands. I I went 16 years and I never I had a hand injury, except in the fights, but I never had a hand injury from a block shot or anything like that. You could smash the as hard as you can with those gloves we used to have, and we'd never get hurt. So, Cindy, Dad, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Spreads.ca. They're a Canadian-owned online casino and sportsbook, and if you sign up now. You can use the promo grapes, and they'll match your deposit up to $500. You get 10 spins on the big wheel and your f- for some big dough, and your first uh, bet, they'll spot you 25 bucks. Oh, so yeah. It's amazing. They, they have live dealers now. I don't know how they do it, but you could go in and do a live dealer. But You, know, you go down and bet. and, and Yeah, they- I bet. I got to say, I don't, the Edmonton Oilers fans are going to be mad, but I bet I, I took the Rangers over Edmonton because I think the Rangers are on a bit of yeah. a roll. and. Edmonton was up 4-1. I, that's when I stopped watching them. And I thought, I still think the Rangers are going to come back. And I went down, and, and it was like you could bet halfway. You could bet at that time. So it was like about 12-1. to 1, You get $12 for every dollar you bet for the Rangers to come back. And I thought, nah, but they won't come back. But I, maybe I think they will, and then nah, and I didn't bet. And sure enough, they came back and won. <laughs> so, <laughs> But the funny thing is, Dad, we were watching the Super Bowl, speaking of the thing. Yeah, and I noticed something that 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 – Ridiculous! I, I don't. I, how do you how do you f- feel about this? I'm going to tell you when it's through. They give the they give the owner the the cup first. Yeah, or the, the, what Vince Lombardi the cup. trophy. Yeah, is for, is handed from commissioner to the owner of the Chiefs. And the ba- baseball do that too. Yeah. Well, and they foot the bill. Football and and the whole deal. Well, I suppose I. But the only sport that doesn't... The only sport that doesn't that is gives hockey. It, it gives it to the captain is is hockey. All the rest of the ones give it to the owners. And not only do... Then the players pass it around. And I said, the reality is the owners like, are one of the last ones to get it. Because they're don't not, even, they, they don't even take a picture of them. Well, like, you look, you go, well, they pass it around. They give it to all the players and they give it to the coach. Then the trainers and the doctors. And then finally the owners and that come down. Yeah. So, I don't know, different mentality, I guess, yes. of, of hockey. But well, they, uh, I, I still think they should give it to the captain. I remember when they give it to Johnny Busick when the Bruins won. And uh, he skated around. He was, he was the first, first guy one, to, yeah. to, to skate around and to the fans. Well, I, I don't know. Like, I, like, I'm sitting there's Patrick Mahomes. He's back there. He probably can't feel his leg because it's all numbed up. And, he, <laughs> you know, he was the guy taking all the Yeah, hits. he was standing to the side. And they, and they go, Ease, you don't give him, like, as the owner, you don't say, hey, thanks for winning, you know, the Lombardi trophy. You get it first. He gives it. I don't know. I, I think Anyhow, the player should get it. Yeah, but, I just but thought I'd notice that. Interesting. So I'll ask you, we're going to get into some questions, Dad, with the Yeah, we've got to get stuff, into the questions. One thing that happened, we'll just go, we'll talk about it quickly. One thing happened in Calgary this week. Alan Walsh, the, the you know, superstar agent, 
uh, put out a tweet saying that. I don't know why he does that. Uh, knocking basically Sutter. And then saying that he sucks the life out, sucks the fun out of. He's a the guy that did the with the sword through the. And he's the guy that did the sword through uh, the tweet with the sword through uh, uh, Flurry's back. On See, the how I feel about that is, uh, Hubido's got to go in and face Sutter. So, 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 somewhere along the line, and, and Sutter's not, a, <laughs> and he and he does not forget. But why would he? Why would he do that? Because Hubido's got to answer all the questions, and and you know, and he's sitting back in New York or someplace, wherever he is, or California, and Hubido, it, it all it does is make it hard on his client. Yeah, I don't understand it. No, no. Well, and, and uh, but it said that he, you know, it sucks all the fun out of. Did you ever play for a coach that sucked all the fun out of hockey? No. I played for Eddie Shore no, for, for three and a half so years. It was, it was you no know, f- I was thinking about that the other day. Here I am, 22 years old, you know, still, and and Floyd Smith and I, and we got both, and he sent us to, and, and they used to have in their contract, you cannot be sent to Shore. That, uh, the NHL had, you can't be sent to Shore because he's such a, he was such a, uh, don't talk to Brian Killery about it, but he was such a mean, he was a mean guy. He, well, he really was a mean guy. And um, yeah, I played for him for three and a half years. And and hockey, I, so hockey was no fun. And it, was not, it was not any fun at all. And when you went on the, I remember I went on the ice once, honest to God, this is a true story. I hadn't even put on my gloves. I had, I, at the start of the year, I was out going out by myself, and I hadn't even put on my gloves, and he called me over. I hadn't even put on my gloves. Oh, well, no. Yeah, I played for that. Do you ever play for a coach? Who was your coach that made it the most fun? No, well, let me think. Would it be Punch? No, Punch Punch was tough, too. You know, he was, he was next, but he was the best coach I ever played for. I would say Frank Curry. I had him in Kitchener. I was in Kitchener at the best. Maybe it was because I had the best place. <laughs> he went I from ever, one extreme to the other. Yeah. Well, Boy. he was saying, but Kitchener, you had the nicest apartment you've ever oh. had. So I, I remember phoning Rose. I remember this, is, and I said, uh, no, I haven't got the place yet. And I knew. Oh, I, so I, the beginning. So just the thing. So at the beginning of the year, all the guys would come in and they'd they'd find an apartment. So the teams would help. But them. I didn't like the apartments. And so you I, didn't get them. So mom's coming up, and you don't have an apartment. No, and we have and, nowhere to live. Yeah. Oh, and I should tell you, okay, well, see, we're into it. I might as well tell a story. This guy, this guy was, we went up with three, three flights of stairs, but it was a beautiful apartment, but it was three flights. And, uh, and this, and it was my turn. Like you go out with two, two guys, two guys go out, it's your turn this time. And then my turn and your turn. This was my time. And this guy, hmm, I remember him going, hmm, you're Polish, eh? Hmm, my wife is Polish. Oh, well, yeah. So the landlord was Polish. Who was the guy, do you remember? Hmm? Who was the guy, do you remember? Uh, uh, No, I don't want to say the guy's name. Jack Bonus was this guy's name. And, yeah, why not? So, yeah, I can't get fired off this there, can I? So, anyhow... So he got that apartment on, and it was it was nice, but it was up three flights. So he and I I said I I can't get any. And I said, let me get this right. Everybody got everybody's got a place to live, but you. 
And you have, do you really want me to, you know. She, yeah, so mom wasn't too happy. No, she was not too happy. I found that it was a brand new house. It was unbelievable. Jack's wife come over, and I remember he had a big, uh, oh, a big beautiful car at the front. And she says, oh, this place is just gorgeous rose i just love it not like jack three so <laughs> he was so mad he went out and sat in the car oh that was the view how it's do we get into believe. that and yeah. so these were all fur- these all must have been furnished apartments too eh? They oh have- they're all furnished yeah. and, and uh, i don't know whether that one was furnished or not anyhow we left it just as clean well, as well maybe that's why you like the kitchener because it was like my well, mom, that's, that's what her mom said that was her favorite town yeah, she, she, she uh, there was a lot of Germans around there, and I guess there was a lot of Germans around Hershey, Pennsylvania, and they used to, and I remember they, they ate pig's tails. Was that, pig that? knuckles. Pig, pig, pig's knuckles. I couldn't believe it, all the stuff they were eating. And, and uh, after the games, some of the games, we used to go up to the booster club at have and they'd have all, there was really, she just loved it. Oh, she mom did. loved it. You know what? We moved around a lot. You know, Kitchener and Spokane and Springfield, we, we, we moved around a lot. Mom could always make the place be homey, and she always knew where to shop. She could adapt to any place where yeah, we were well, living, eh? Well, she was, I think she was 18 when we, we first started to move. It was, uh, how did we get into that anyhow? Oh, I just talk about what place you like. What place you like to play? So, Dad, we're going to take a few questions from the Twitterverse and Facebook and everything like that. So, uh, we'll start with. Okay, Dad. Jimmy D, who it was nice enough to send us a picture of our old house in Rochester. Love that house. It's red. It's still red. It's still red. Isn't that amazing? No, no. It was, when I painted it, it was Revere green. Yeah, but it's red now. It was originally. Yeah, it's red now. It originally was red. You know, I'll never forget that. So anyway, the question. Well, let me tell you about the house. And then (laughs) I still laugh about it. We moved into the house. When I first looked at the house, they had all furniture in it. And then when I I bought the house, $18,500. I didn't have enough money. Imagine me playing all those years. I didn't have enough money to pay. I had to borrow $2,500 off my uh, mother-in-law. So it's a down payment, right? Yeah. Anyhow, and I remember we moved in, we sat on orange crates, and I'll never forget, I said, Rose, and you know, Rose never complained, but I could tell she was really disappointed, and I said, now I'll never forget this, as long as I live, I said, you see, don't worry about it, Rose, I can fix this up, I said, now you can see this is all uh, wallpaper, I said, uh, around, around here, I said, you take that wallpaper off. I uh, bet you that underneath there, that it's as nice as pie. And I went over and I pulled the uh, wallpaper off, and there was there was a great big hole. <laughs> I never. I'm laughing at it now, but I wasn't laughing then, boy. It was just terrible. And I said, "Okay, that's it. I'm going to take you. We're going to drive you down to Hershey, and I'm going to say you can stay down there a month." I said, "Just give me a month to get this place straightened out." Yeah. Anyhow, I don't know how we get into this. Well, so, this this guy. Uh, what's oh yeah. Okay, Dad. So the question that he asked is, what did you do for work in Rochester in the off season? Okay, I worked on construction, and I was pretty good construction. My specialty was a jackhammer, and then I get laid off, and I was a painter for and two dollars an hour, and it got cost. I had to pick up the paint. 
in my car. And then I, I established myself as the world's worst car salesman. And that's what I did for- At Valley Cadillac. Val, Valley Cadillac, and I, they're still in Rochester. And, and then well, I- Well, you gotta tell, I think we, you should tell the story on kind of how you, you, were, you, you came to the conclusion that you weren't cut out for the car sales business. I, went, I, I was trying to sell this guy a car, and I was, I was just, I, I, I was terrified if somebody had asked me to buy a car, believe it or not. Because you never worked with the public before. I never worked with the public. I don't I think never, you'd be a good salesperson. I, no, thanks. No. Well, I wasn't. <laughs> and the guy said to me, he's all oh, you car salesmen are all alike. And I grabbed the guy and nailed him up against the wall. So what did you say? I knew I was not maybe that to but be But Mom a car. and I loved it because you got a, whole, a brand new car yeah. every other week. You'd drive. I and that's it. when Cadillacs were big and beautiful. It was Coupe de Ville's and, oh, yeah, and they were, Eldorado's. They were, yeah. and, uh, God, they were I, gorgeous. We had a black one. Remember the black oh, one? Oh, yeah. just beautiful cars. And they'd always have that new car smell. And yeah. It was a price you paid for Mom and I driving in a really yeah. nice car. I hate it. I hate, I hate it being a car salesman because you have to have a special you have to have a special personality. But you made um, you met some interesting people there. Remember you met Irving Crane? Irving Crane, uh the world's uh uh billiard champion and the he, world. Uh, remember yeah, he was the world. A couple times, I yeah, think. Yeah, and a couple of times and remember we went do you remember? Oh, I remember. I was not that old. It was I can't believe what I asked him. So here's the world champion of pool. He was. And all Irving so Crane. we went over and they invited us over for dinner. Now this is really something. And you bring a, and you bring the kids. So anyway, I asked him, "So Mr. Crane, are you going to show us any pool tricks?" And what did he say? I don't do tricks. Goes like, <laughs> so well, I remember he was a stern guy. Yeah, well, do you remember he was? He was. He would look like Ichabod Crane. Remember that? He well, was, I don't he, think. Well, I don't think. Well, I, he was I really he looked thin. Like, I thought he looked like uh, Clint Eastwood. Okay, so after <laughs> there's a big swing there geez, for Clint Eastwood, <laughs> Ichabod Crane. Well, but anyway, um, so after dinner, we went downstairs and he started to play pool. Talk about tricks. It looked like he showed us things that you physically didn't think that a, 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 a possible. Oh yeah, that would, a ball could move like that, like in air, and the tricks that he would do. And after and me, he I, never do that. You know, it's the funny thing is, Cindy. I hate to interrupt you. I used to go out, and he used to put on a show, and I used to be. I'd break all the time, and I'd, be, I'd never touch the ball. So you were the, like the Washington Generals. On the, uh, yeah. He was the Harlem Globetrotters, right? And boy, he was he was dynamite. Irving Crane, I don't... And yeah, I remember uh, that. Long time, uh, it was a long time ago. Okay, Dad. Don Haslick from Facebook, um, he probably brought this question to you because there's been some thing, rumors going around that some of the players have, take a smoke in between periods. And he, he wants to know, um, did you play with any players that smoked? Oh yeah, and when I was in the minors, they, I was only in the minors. Uh, they, they used to smoke, but they used to smoke in the washroom. Really? Oh yeah. They did they smoke. try to keep it secret, or they were just? No, they tried to keep not a secret, but a, low key. Did just low key. They never. The only one I remember smoking was Jerry Cheevers. No, he just did it. He just fooling around. But he well, didn't. He didn't do it during the game. No, he never did it. During... I thought he he smoked casually because I remember him coming to the track. When he had no, his he, used to, he, he used to put on a show. He used to one of those guys that used to, when he had a cigarette, he'd put it in his teeth. Yeah, yeah he yeah. looked really good, though, smoking. Yeah, he, he looked he good. Really, he, there's some guys that can really smoke. My dad good. looked really good smoking. Oh, he used boy. to have a cigarette holder. Yeah, he had real well, that's masculine. Why, that's why they used to have smoking in 
in the movies. Oh. Because it made you look cool. Boy, and no. That, and that's why they don't have smoking in the movies, because they said... You're in. For, you're you're glamorizing. You're, you're glamorizing it. Yeah, but you are at- now. Smoke it now. Yeah. Anyhow, the only guy that I know that had to smoke, that had to smoke, just had to smoke, was Guy Lafleur, and I was seventy sixteen, and he get there early. And um, let's see, the guys that get there early would be Orr, Bobby Clark, and uh, Guy Lafleur, and and he'd have to smoke, and he'd and and. He was a smoker. Yeah, well, I remember him in the uh, Canada uh, when he was playing with the World, uh, the oh, world yeah. Championships. He'd go out in the hallway. Well, he did, uh, did, they wouldn't smoke in the dressing room. room. No. No, no, I've never seen players smoke in the dressing room. He'd take room a yet. couple quick drags and he'd be back. Like, yeah. he, he, It wasn't like a leisurely smoke. <laughs> but he, uh, yes, I uh, in the minors, they'd all, uh, there was a lot of guys that smoked. Would and- they smoke on the bus? Smoke on the bus. Really? Oh, and you, uh, and you play cards, and they play cards all night. Some of them play cards all night. And I must talk about the buses sometime. And and everybody, it seemed everybody smoked uh, on the bus, and it was blue. 